0: Welcome to Reuse on Replay with the Reusable Packaging Association. I'm Hillary McCutcheon with RPA. Our podcast features experts and thought leaders from around the reusable packaging industry and a conversation about reuse systems for the distribution of goods in the supply chain. On today's podcast, we'll listen to a State of the Industry address from Tim Debus, President and CEO of RPA. Reusable packaging systems for the transport and handling of goods are no longer a business option. They're an essential component of competitive and sustainable business operations. From environmental crises to economic disruptions, from public policy objectives to technology value creation, from social standards to changing consumer interests, packaging reuse systems are a superior performer in every major business condition and trend. In this session, we'll learn why the state of the reusable transport packaging industry is well positioned to meet the transformative demands on today's supply chains.
1: Thank you. I want to introduce myself. My name is Tim Debus with the Reusable Packaging Association. And in kicking off this event, I wanted to talk about really the state of the reusable transport packaging industry. Uh, And also where I think is the looking ahead about how it's imperative. And we look at uh, the commerce today and how we're distributing and transporting uh, goods uh, in the the supply chain. Uh, This is our reusable packaging learning center that we hold every year. Uh, at this Pack Expo a trade show. And surrounding us here is the exhibiting members of the Reusable Packaging Association, what we call the pavilion, where you've got a tremendous uh, showcase of new product innovations and technology and services uh, for reusable packaging. When I think of the state of the industry, uh, coming, trying to frame it into one word, to me it's exciting. Uh, the, the reusable packaging industry's been around for a long time, this association actually has been around for 20 years. Uh, We've been promoting the reuse of transport packaging products and a systems approach for over two decades, but I really believe we're at this inflection point now. Uh, There's a lot of tremendous opportunities within the industry from material sciences, uh, from product innovation and design, manufacturing capabilities, and that's all on the product side. What's also very exciting when you look at our industries on the service side. Because at the end of the day, reusable packaging is not about the product. Reusable packaging is about the system in which that product moves, performs its intended purpose, and gets collected and put back into use. And so that system really is the imperative feature of reusable packaging. Uh, And that's where you see a lot of excitement associated with reverse logistics and transportation washing and cleaning capabilities, automation, and even technology that's creating visibility and the movement of goods uh, in the supply chain. Our association really focuses on that message. We're a nonprofit organization. Uh, we're, (coughs) We're promoting reusable packaging products and services. But we look at it both, again, from the product side and the service side. It's this holistic systems approach that really drives the advantages that we hear about and we experience with reusable packaging. And so our association with its member companies strives to raise awareness about those advantages of reusable packaging in the marketplace and serve as a guide, serve as a resource in terms of how industry can tap into this experience and knowledge base to be able to further your objectives with reusable packaging. Regarding our industry, it's a $100 billion industry made up of pallets, containers trays totes racks uh, we looked to uh, had looked to develop a, a survey in 2020 that quantified that 100 billion dollar industry of these distribution of, of transport packaging products products that are designed for multiple use repeated use in a system of recovery and continued use and this number at 100 billion has been i guess independently validated through some other marketing research firms uh, about it being about $100 billion and growing over the next uh, few years. Uh, in fact, we're looking at about a six percent growth rate from these independent measurements of these research firms, uh, and that's extended out for the the next ten years. Uh, it actually, is, to me, can be more ambitious, as I noted, in terms of exciting, in terms of where reusable packaging can go in the marketplace and ultimately deliver on the performance and the value proposition in which it's promised to, to do so. Um, so with this, the size of the industry that's primed for growth and which I'm gonna talk about and why I believe it's essential for businesses to look at reuse systems in your operations. So it is business critical and I believe this and I wanna to convey to you today why I believe this, why I think we as industry need to look at Material handling in reusable packaging systems in response to many of the environments and climates and essentials that are out in the marketplace today. That it is an imperative necessity for us to look at reusable packaging as almost a strategic driver of performance in our supply chain. It's almost a business in itself in terms of what you're able to achieve with reusable packaging products and the systems in which it moves and packaging can be a strategic advantage for companies. It really comes down to a set of uh, charts and graphs referred to as the great acceleration. And there's a lot here, small uh, graphs into one slide. But what really it conveys is that over the last 50 years, you can see how gl- the global economy and trade has increased significant uh, developments in areas of resource extraction, uh, population growth, uh, and, and how those socioeconomic economic uh, explosions over the last ten years has led to changes in our Earth systems. Uh, you know things like uh, waste and pollution and and, cl- and greenhouse gas emissions, and this is a cause and effect that is only at an accelerated rate that we've never seen before. Uh, and you, you may be able to look at the science and dispute the science and everything else. But what we do know, almost empirically, qualitatively, as we look around the world, is that we're treading new waters in terms of how industry and business has acted over the last 50 years and how the earth and how the natural resources is responding to those businesses. And it, and it really is looking upon as the, as a large system, the macro level, about changes that we in business are adapting to, are changing to, are, are really looking to transform our operations to stay ahead of these changes that are causing uh, disruptions within our business as we've seen over the last couple of years. Things are being unpredictable. There's a lot of variables. And so as we sit here and we look at these trends and these continuous cause and effect of changes all around us, uh, we've got to put in perspective is why is reasonable packaging then imperative? What is about it? And there's a variety of different factors here. When you look at solid waste generation on the global scale, the World Bank says that there's 2 billion tons of solid waste, municipal solid waste that's generated every year. Um, it's hard to get your head around that number. They project in, in by 2050, there'll be 3.5 billion tons. And the important thing is to look at that rate of increase of solid waste generation uh, around the world today, even outpacing population growth, as a lot of developing nations become more consumers and don't have the, the resources to be able to uh, account for that waste and recycle it, compost it, or treat it separately. So we've got a significant amount of waste uh, generating uh, throughout uh, the world today. Uh, bringing it home into the United States is that the average U.S. citizen uh, is responsible for almost five pounds of, of solid waste per day. And that number has grown uh, over the years. And keep in mind that the recycling rate of municipal waste is about 32%. So we're not good managers or handlers of the waste, and we haven't been. And this is something that is gonna continue uh, over the course of the next few decades as all the projections show that managing that solid waste is going to be a necessity, uh, not only in terms of the resource consumption uh, but all of the, uh, the, the conditions and all of the impacts in which that has in the environment. When you're looking at plastic pollution and pollution in general, uh, that's another thing that has made a lot of headlines, uh, a lot of uh, interesting uh, stories and, and vi- visual images that we've seen in terms of plastics floating in the ocean. Uh, at the end, there's more than 8 million tons of plastic that's added to the ocean every year. And I've seen that as a conservative number here. And so ocean cleanup, looking at ways that we can prevent waste. And the important thing is when you're looking at reusable packaging, either for waste prevention, in which the reuse of packaging diverts from the waste stream, it continues the system in which those products are managed and doesn't become waste because of that system that prevents that. Also prevents the pollution as well, because those resources, those products can be managed at their end of use. So reusable packaging as a true source reduction of packaging, as the top of the pyramid of the EPA waste hierarchy becomes that top-level response in terms of the growth of solid waste and the rise of pollution that's out in our environment today. Uh, climate change is another big one, right? We, we know what's happening in terms of greenhouse gas emissions. The process of producing transporting, using, and disposing of products today accounts for over 40% of the greenhouse gas emissions uh, that, that are emitted into the atmosphere. Uh, over 40% is just this commerce of making products, moving them, using, and, and ultimately disposing them in some way. In fact, organizations, uh, businesses, uh, when you look at their supply chain, the supply chain accounts for 90% of their emissions. So what we know in terms of the impact that the, con- the, the commerce has and the movement and handling of our products, coupled with the fact that the supply chain is such a large element of greenhouse gas emissions, focusing on that supply chain and improving in which reusable packaging uh, over and over again demonstrates that it lowers emissions, it lowers uh, uh, greenhouse gas emissions, uh, for, for example. Because we don't have to recover and repurpose and recycle uh, those materials. We don't have to continuously produce one for one. For every need, we got to reproduce a new product. So you eliminate those parts, uh, and ultimately you, you are eliminating and lowering your greenhouse gas emissions and your environmental uh, footprint uh, as well. But then you look at the resource uh, consumption. Right? They've calculated in the overshoot, the earth overshoot, that today it takes 1.7 earths to replenish the amount of natural resources that we're extracting and using from the environment. The earth, as it says today, cannot restore those ecosystems in which we're extracting and mining products. And we don't have another 70% of an earth, let's say, to assist us with that. Um, so we're running out of these materials to use. And we're seeing this with batteries and this, this you know, trying to find these precious metals uh, for use and the cost of those going up that we can't just keep extracting, using and throwing away. That conservation in terms of the reuse of the products that we have become very important. Take these environmental uh, profiles together and independently, you can see there's a case there as far as reusing the products that we make and we expend the the capital and the resources uh, to have. Collectively, there's even a stronger stronger argument. But we're not done, of course, when we're looking at what's going on around us uh, in the world. The population is changing. The beliefs are changing. The Generation Z in particular are responding to surveys that they're willing to pay more for companies that are practicing sustainability. There's brand loyalty involved with consumers wanting to work and buy from companies that are environmental stewards uh, in the marketplace that have social aspects and they're caring for their employees. Labor is tight. Labor is very difficult to get these days. We see it all around us uh, today. Uh, So can we create systems that's gonna be more labor friendly uh, in the way we move goods in the supply chain? We're introducing automation. To help with labor, but we're looking to do things more precise, faster. When you look at reusable packaging that can be designed for durability in these uh, high-performing systems, they can have ergonomics uh, for handling, for example. They can be designed and very suitable in this uh, marketplace, and then even embedded with technology so that we can monitor the products. We can understand their conditions, temperatures, any vibrations or shocks that occur. We can track them to have full digital experience in generating data in the management of these products here. These are starting to then align as before at the slides about the environmental conditions. Now with the social and, and the technology area, you're starting to see collectively how this comes together that says, wait a minute, if reusable packaging systems can assist and be designed to be a better way in each one of these and then collectively say, gosh, that's quite a powerful argument, um, that's where the essentialness comes into play, and it's imperative to look at reuse systems in the marketplace. But I actually think it's more simple than that. I don't think you need to cite all these statistics of the world around us, kind of depressing, uh, you know, starting off of the discussion. And obviously, what what exactly can we do? What What is that I- that imperative reason? And to me, it really comes down to economics, the economic sustainability. People, when you look at reusable packaging systems, don't look at it as a response to an environmental problem. That we need to be more sustainable because we protect the earth. That's not the reason. That is a great output. It's a great result of a reusable packaging system. But don't have that as your reason to be that we need to move more sustainable. We need to look at reusable packaging because the consumer is demanding it. Uh, the earth is uh, responding to it. Look at it as a new value proposition. Look at reusable packaging as creating economic value. If you've heard of the circular economy, for example, we've got a lot of companies saying we're going to be more circular by 2030. We're going to address waste and pollution and be circular. But the circular economy is not an environmental sustainability model. It really doesn't have much to do with the environment in terms of the core principles. The circular economy is an economic model. It's really rooted around the fact that in circularity, you can maintain economic growth decoupled from resource extraction. At the very end, that is the net core of a circular economy, achieving growth without constantly using materials. And that's where you start looking at circular as far as managing the materials, right? Design for designing out waste, maintaining product lasting use in materials and recovering those and restoring those natural ecosystems. So when you hear circularity, think about it as an economic model, growth without the impact on the environment. Think about reusable packaging in terms of that economic value proposition for your business. Durability over disposability. What's the natural response when all of a sudden we need to have higher margins Our costs going up? How can we get things cheaper, right? Let's, let's take plastic out of our water bottles and all of a sudden they become like little accordions uh, with water and you open up the lid and it, you know, it splashes all over the place. And then claim that, hey, I took out 20% of our, uh, our plastic and so we're more sustainable. Let's not look at it as a race to the bottom of lowest cost. Let's turn the other way and how can we look at creating new value through durability for maximum performance? Performance all the way through the supply chain from point of packing, from distribution uh, to the c- customer experience. And, and how reusable packaging can be that strategic economic opportunity for your business that then along the ways has all these other responses favorably towards environmental and social impacts. Uh, Looking back here, you can see the slide, actually. The one image uh, on the the far left is actually a stack of eggs in a reusable plastic container. Would you ever think about something as fragile as eggs is actually stacking above it with other products and shipping it from from a warehouse to a store? It's durability. You can do that because in this case, the product above the weight is on the container, not on the product. Whereas if you're a single-use disposable, all of that weight is compressing against the product inside. And that's why you see a lot of the bulgingness that takes place when you're shipping full loads. So with stability and durability, you can create taller stacks, more stable loads, more units per truck because you've got that foundation of of a block. That saves money on a per-unit basis. It allows for more efficient transportation. It allows for easier handling, more stable loads in your warehouse environment. These are things that these economic opportunities, when you start looking at the big picture, that really tell the story about the essentialness of reusable packaging in your business. One of the things that we've seen over the last couple of years, especially with the pandemic, is that commodity prices have been all over the place. This chart shows the blue line of the cost of, say, a corrugated box in the marketplace. It's from uh, the Bureau of Labor Statistics. It's indexed to to 100. But you can see prices have gone up over the last 10 years. The bottom line is actually the price of recycled corrugate materials. Uh, And you can see the volatility it's had. Why are we basing the manufacturing of essential products like packaging on a volatile commodity market that's changing daily, that disruptions can really throw things out of whack when we got supply problems? We're not able to secure our product. If you have a reusable packaging system, you've already invested in major product. It's available. You don't have to worry about the resource. Extraction to create new product because you've already built it, you have it already in your inventory. That's sta- that's stability, right? Um, so as things get more disruptive, try and bring more stability to your operations. And I think McKinsey company really framed it well. I just had to take the snapshot, put it right here. Is that the world is experiencing a level of disruption and business risk not seen in generations? Right, you saw that early on with all those graphs that shows that cause and effect of, of how world economic trade is leading uh, to the Earth response. Well, it's right. We've not seen this. This is new waters for us. Uh, but some companies will continue the status quo, saying we got to do cheaper, we got to do, we got to make sure that we're buying lowest cost. And looking at it the other way is innovate, advance, and then thrive from that innovation. Become more resilient in your business operations, economically resilient. Have a business that's got stability to it, that can weather these storms, that will probably only increase in terms of uncertainties in how we run our business and the changing macro environments around us. This is something that's even to be talked about at the highest levels of government, uh, from the White House uh, executive order on supply chains to a new bill that's actually calling for the establishment of an office of supply chain resiliency. That would be interesting at the government to, with resiliency. So, you know, they're figuring it out that, hey, we, we've got to have more resilient supply chains. Your companies should, too. And it does start with packaging. It starts about how you can invest in your systems. That's going to drive economic value. That's going to drive performance, improve the customer experience, lower costs, streamline uh, the, the effects of your business in the environment. And we see this with technology as a very, very exciting element, that you want visibility in your supply chain. You want digital. You want to be able to know where your products are at all time. And for perishable products, you want to be able to go back and saying, that temperature was steady all throughout the load. I can have trust in the quality of the product that I'm providing. Or at this point in the supply chain, the air conditioning compressor unit broke down, temperature spiked. That product's no longer good and have that visibility in your operations, not just for your company, but for your customers as well. This tech-enabled, smart and connected, reusable packaging products is here today. This isn't far-fetched. This is not something to look into the future. Uh, We've got our tech center over on the other side, the companies that are in this space uh, that are enabling these products to be smart and providing a level of data and insight into your business operations that's never been seen before. So the state of the industry is exciting for this. The technology advancements in our products, and the logistics, and the systems, and the technologies that we have, we are at that inflection point today. And, and it's out there. It's not forward thinking. We've got decades of experience with reusable products. And we're only getting better. The best is yet to come. Technology will be a game changer. As the association, we're spending a lot of time and resources pulling together Technology, so that you can understand how you can take your reusable packaging system to a whole new level. That you can have resilience and performance, and you can have economic value creation in your business and your supply chains. Don't look at it as something that is just packaging, look at it as a business strategy that can elevate your, your, your business operations and your customer's experience. At the Reusable Packaging Association, it's collaborative. We're looking for uh, companies that are in this space to come together to join the industry so that we can be bigger and better and be more impactful in these types of education programs and messaging, Uh, that we need to collaborate in the marketplace. These are not things that companies can do alone. That systems requires the successful performance of multiple parts in the supply chain. Those parts are here. The diversity of companies with us are here. And so join us, be a part of the Reasonable Packaging Experience, uh, definitely participate in meeting our exhibiting members, being a part of our Learning Center sessions over the course of the next day or two. And we're excited to be a part of, uh, of the Pack Expo uh, opportunity to work with you. Uh, I'm around for the next uh, couple of days. We've got a session coming up. Uh, that definitely welcome to stay. If you got a seat, you might want to keep it. Uh, But really enjoy you being here and and thanks so much uh, for your time and your interest in reusable packaging systems.